0: What up? It's your boy Chingo Blink. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we get into the show, quick reminder I'm a stand up comedian, and the Legalized Freedom Tour starts. Now, we're headed to Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th, McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. So many more cities, so many more dates. Hit up the website, Chingobling.com. While you're there, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Red so that you can support the show direct. That's right. You'll get access to all the episodes, the full enchilada, and of course, the popping ass chat room in the Discord. How much better does it get than supporting free speech, supporting direct? It's just you and us. Ain't no middleman. But if I were believe it, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales for the price of a cup of coffee. You can join the community and help us out. Keep the show going and growing. Know what I'm talking about? Without further ado, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What's up, everybody? Burr, burr, burr. This is RPT season number 12, episode 136. It is Wednesday, 2 March, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm coming in hot. I just landed from Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out to everybody that attended a show in beautiful, chilly Raleigh, North Carolina. Very peaceful, very green. Not a lot of traffic. Everybody's nice. Seems like crime is under control. Just very, just very, like, just fresh air. It just didn't feel, like, very polluted. Uh, but it was a Sunday show, and it, it, still, it still was thick. The crowd was uh, live. Javi Luna and I, we, we did a, um, we had a great time, man. Nice. Uh, I'll tell you more about that on Chingo Chats. Chingo Chats but uh, legalized Freedom Tour continues. Stand-up comedy all up in your grill. Action, action, action. You know how we bringing it. McAllen, Texas, March 5th. Get your tickets now. We'll be at Cine uh, El Rey. Do not miss out. McAllen, Texas, March 5th. This is brand new tour. Come through. Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. Don't miss it. Uh, West Palm Beach, April 3rd. Do not get left out. Tacoma, Washington. Haven't been there in a while. April 7th. Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th. Corpus Christi, Texas, May 5th through the 7th. Arlington, Texas, Make Plans, May 12th through to May 15th. Uh, New Braunfels, Texas, May 20th. Abilene, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station will be there. Two shows on May 28th. Bryan, Texas, May 28th. Two shows. Don't miss out. San Angelo, June 3rd. And of course, just hit up the website. We also have Odessa, Austin, Albuquerque, El Paso. Uh, Speaking of Austin, the people that own Good Nights in Raleigh bought Cap City, where I'm going to be performing in Austin. Okay. So they own a bunch of different clubs. And uh, so, yeah, there's the connection there between North Carolina and Austin. Uh, Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, So much more. Of course, we're working on Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, and Houston. That's like 30 cities. Legalized Freedom Tour. Just go to Chingobling.com. Y'all know how we get down. We're bringing the funny. We're talking shit. And if you're a patriot and you like that freedom of speech and you're all about America first, then I really need your support. I really need you in the business because, uh, you know, a lot of times the lefty Larrys and the lefty Larissas, they want to boycott your boy. You know, cancel culture is real. So I need all my patriots in the house. Uh become a premium member and join the agency, the Tamal Intelligence Agency, the TIA. What do you do when you sign up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales? Well, you get that monthly subscription, you pledge a monthly amount. You don't know, like the cost of a cup of coffee, and you are a direct supporter of the podcast. So we grow thanks to you. No middleman, no fucking uh big corporate entity running us telling us what we can't talk about well besides you know these uh google platforms youtube and you know we have to tread lightly but we want to mitigate our dependence on big tech by gaining your support and we appreciate all the members
1: yeah and with that said shout out to andrea gonzalez who just signed up as we were recording with oscar el blue who we will be mm-hmm. getting to later on in the podcast so you guys are in for a treat we're gonna it's gonna be an extra long podcast kind of today but uh she, she commented on episode 135 inside the patreon and said this is the episode that got me to sign up it's also march 1st i already casted my primary vote Sás
0: 135 episode 135 yeah. what, what were we talking about
1: that was a uh, episode 135 was no new
0: wars Oh, okay. No new wars. I wonder if she was already kind of conservative and she stumbled across us. Or, well, what's not that she's curious. been listening to
1: the podcast. In episode 135, the teaser is what got her to sign up for the Patreon. She
0: wanted the whole enchilada.
1: Wanted the whole enchilada. So, Shout Bing out to you, Andrea.
0: For sure. And also, uh, Rob, I know you have it set up, but uh, make sure that anybody that's just signing up, they know about the Discord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's almost like that's really major key it really is because um i mean we got a guy a guy on there juan big stoner i mean he'd be breaking down some shit based tattooist yep he'd be giving us some good game like yo peep these psyops oh look at this photo look at this look at this propaganda um ss sparky always coming through yep
1: uh i skywalk i actually played uh, yeah. fortnite with him on saturday night okay cool yeah so uh that's another thing like you know, including other other parts of culture, right? So like video games, entertainment, the stuff that we talk about, including it into this Chingoverse. And uh, that was kind of dipping the toe into throwing it out on the Discord, in the gaming channel. Like who's got time? Who wants to play? Don was at a work thing, or at a, at a like a I don't know coworker thing, so I was just free. I was working on some clips, made that Fat Joe clip, which went kind of yeah, it's doing good. Pretty man. yeah, pretty pretty fire on YouTube mm-hmm. and Instagram and everything. And mm-hmm. then I was like, hey, I uh, just put up this clip. I got some time. Who wants to play? So him and I played for like an hour. Nice. And other people were like, yeah, next time I'll hop on. So we might do like a TIA gaming team. You know, who never yeah. who knows.
0: And I can't wait to meet y'all in person. Maybe we'll do a live podcast one day. Yeah. We just want to grow it right now, man. This is just all foundation. Right. And the more that Joseph Raheem Breezy be tearing up the country, tearing us apart. He he want to send y'all
1: to Eastern Europe and shit to defend Ukraine's borders and so on, right? Uh, well, and then also somebody was it Juan uh, Big Stoner talking about the terms of service that Discord I guess had updated. So that's another thing. I, I haven't read him personally. I don't know. I mean, a private server versus you have public servers that you can go on a Discord and just jump into. I don't know what applies to what. I got to go read it myself, but um, make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It's really important. If you're a patron, we have your emails, but it's a separate newsletter than if you just go to ChingleBling.com and sign up for the ChingleBling actual newsletter where we know you're going to have your, we're going to have your info and can keep up with you in case for whatever reason the server went down. Yes, sir. It is all at ChingleBling.com and every Friday,
0: you know, the members area, which is free, it's just a members area. You yeah. just set up an account, put your email in, and uh, we're dropping new vlogs every Friday. Sometimes I'm a little late. I'll, I'll be texting Rob late on a Friday like, did I turn something in today? <laughs> You're like, nope. He's like, nope. And I'm like, shit, it's still being edited. It's, All right. It's like Friday-ish. Yeah, ish. Um, so a lot going on, brother. After this, I got to go vote. If you have not voted, visit BallotReady.org and educate yourselves on people who want to earn power positions over you because yeah. that's what that's what a lot of times man these county judges and everyone all of them man if one thing covid taught us is that boy these politicians sometimes be having a lot of say when they take emergency powers anytime they have a crisis i mean it can definitely affect your ability to earn a paycheck look i went on a tangent when i was on stage in raleigh oh give it to me just real quick because we're going to talk more about that on chingo chats um so it was my first show back, right? And I have, I have my jokes. I have my script, you know, in yeah. essence. But I always allow a little bit of room to keep it fresh and to rearrange things and to edit. And if I have new ideas, I'm trying to work them in, right? So it keeps it fresh. And um, something possessed me. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the wine. Maybe it was the long flight. Something possessed me to be like, yeah, man, now they're talking about war. I was like, y'all want to know what war feels like? And the crowd's just looking at me on a Sunday. I was like, y'all, y'all want to know what war feels like? War feels like one day you turn on the TV and they're telling you, you got to start wearing a mask and then masks don't work. And then wear two, then wear three, and then get the medicine. It's safe. And don't worry. It comes from soup, not from a lab. And if you question it, you're a racist conspiracy theorist. And you can get a paycheck and you can't. And you're essential and you ain't. And so on and so forth. And you, you don't know who's telling the truth. You don't know what's up. You don't know what's down. It's the fog of war. I was like, that's what war feels like. That's what it feels like when you're under attack. And they're just like, you just hear like the awkward, like clink. <laughs> and, then, and then I just see Javi in the corner, just kind of like, oh, where's the punchline, bro? What's funny about this? And I'm just like, all right, I you know, that wasn't the joke part. That was the speech part. I just wanted to throw that out there and, you know, plant a seed and maybe some of this shit will make sense. But uh, I have to make sure I take podcast stickers or something or I have to find a way to like make a joke about the podcast so i could just bring it up you know because it's why don't you just open with it yeah but i i want to have laughs i want to have jokes so i don't want to just be like all right a little bit of housekeeping
1: and then they're just like all right he's off to a slow start what if whoever introduces you uh throws it out there before you come on stage yeah it's a good idea yeah yeah it's just
0: so many things have to get tightened up like we've been off for a couple months my wife doesn't know this but maybe if she starts to notice, like, how many lifts did he take? Because when I landed, I met Javi at baggage claim. He already had his stuff. Um, I had my jacket. I had my book bag. I had my water jug. I had the merch suitcase. And my book bag was already kind of full. So I'm like, all right, think I got everything. Let's go. And we left. And then it's time to get ready for the show. And I'm like, okay, let me see. Let me iron my stuff. Let me see what I'm going And I was like, oh, shit, I had a whole other duffel bag. With like my show clothes. And I was in sweatpants. I'm like, I'm not going up on stage in sweatpants and wonder if my duffel bag is okay at the airport. So I'm like, I need to haul ass, do a big Chicano U-turn, go back to the airport on the lift. First, I was on hold with Southwest. I'm like, man, somebody answer the phone, hold my shit. They're not answering. I'm wasting time. So it's literally hop in an Uber, go get your shit, rush back and Javi's like ready and he's just like all right dude hurry up because like we gotta go so it's like I'm just gonna hop in shower real quick so you had to go you got your bag though yeah yeah I had to like go do a 30 minute drive Fuck. back back to the airport grab the duffel call another lift 30 minute drive back to the hotel so now it's like we should probably be like hey Javi call the club and tell them like we'll be there like, we're on our way. We'll be there shortly. How far is the club from where you were? It was only like 10 minutes. But, but still, like, show starts at 7. At 6, you want to already kind of be there. Settled in, yeah. And, no, I'm arriving back at the hotel with my duffel bag. Fuck. Anyway, a lot going on. Um, we're going to have to say, okay, let me just read the list. Okay, so obviously it's primary elections day. Uh, the Biden administration has asked very nicely, he asked the customs border patrol of this beautiful United States he asked the officers who have been demonized and demoralized to leave the southern border of America to Ukraine uh, Poland according to a new memo they were looking to see who's really good at processing a ton of refugees and and people moving and migrating who's really good at that you know what send American over there on a voluntary basis so that's some goofy shit going on. Uh, your homegirl, Nancy Pelosi, on that vodka. You know, the, the, the genius stock, stock market trader? The multi What do they call her? She's like a, like a stock whale, I think is the yeah, term. Yeah, it's like unreal yeah. how she wins. So Nancy, she wants, to, she wants immediate defense of the Ukrainian border. She's all about strong borders and sovereignty now. All of a sudden. All the leftists, they're all about arming citizens now. They, they want strong
1: militias. Did you see me? <laughs> The, I think it was Occupy. <laughs> <laughs> the left wants strong militias. Go on. I think it was Occupy Democrats was uh, the the, twi- the tweet. Uh, you know, defined? Yes. L? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Or, or, that account got banned. Oh, okay. Well, it's the uh, Occupy Democrats. Like one day they're saying something bad about guns. Yeah, it was like uh, no one should ever have an assault rifle, whatever, whatever. And then below it was like from a week ago. The brave Ukrainians. Yeah, that are, you know, defending, defending the, their yeah. freedom. What the fuck? Come on, man. It, it it, to them, it fits their narrative of, like,
0: Putin is the bad guy, which he is. Everybody knows he's a bad hombre. I'm start
1: calling him Putin. Putin, like <laughs> way, Oscar, Oscar
0: blue. Uh, Vladimir Puto. <laughs> Vladimir Puto face. Um, you know, he's worried about Russia's interests. He's being nationalistic. He's had concerns for many years. Uh, he's He's stated them like you know what's up with y'all surrounding me with this nato shit ukraine right here i'm trying to pump this pipeline and feed germany some gas but y'all surrounding me with this nato bullshit and the central banks are trying to fucking collapse the uh is it the ruble or the ruble it's a ruble okay it's a ruble yeah all right that shit uh but then they might go to gold they might get a loan from china they might go to crypto either way the central bank's little house of cards is uh is in play so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, then you have the Defending Ukraine Sovereignty Act of 2022. Who sponsored this Senate bill?
1: I'm glad you asked. And from here, we'll just get into it because the other ones are also fun stories, but I don't know if we'll get to all of them. Um, so there's a video that Tucker did uh, breaking it all down, right? His segment was Democrats suddenly value border security, just not for the U.S. And then uh, maybe I'll play some of that video here in a second. But when I found out who... Actually, let's play this Is first. this the $6.4 billion? this uh ukraine sovereignty act i don't know the, oh, oh, that they're sending over for S- aid so in-
0: yeah what's up with that 6.4 billion is that something else
1: i think that's something else
0: oh lord but what's the price tag on this ukraine you know, sovereignty? zero act? zero <laughs> you doing some sake math <laughs> zero Let's territorial integrity damn these ads territorial integrity it's funny dude like all of a sudden the left is about armed citizens, strong borders, and what else?
1: Um, I don't know, sovereign nations? Yeah,
0: just sovereignty and shit like that. Meanwhile, they got all kind of bioweapons labs over there. The U.S. has several bioweapons labs.
1: Yeah, all over the world. I have been hearing that, too. They are all over the country, but it is kind of like a little strange that they're pretty close to some of these uh, target sites. The amount, the amount of propaganda... Okay, here we okay, go. Here we go.
2: News alert for you. Nancy Pelosi is even more agitated tonight than usual. On a conference call just hours ago, Pelosi demanded that her (laughs) members vote immediately on a piece of legislation she says is critical to our national security. The bill she's talking about, among other things, affirms the central importance of national borders. Well, of course, it does. Without a border, you can't have a country. And Nancy Pelosi firmly believes that. In fact, she believes it so strongly She's directing the Biden administration to develop an urgent new plan to keep the border secure. In fact, not simply secure, but in the words of the new legislation, Section 208, involuble, meaning impossible to breach, walled up and buttoned down, bulletproof. That's quite a border. But why wouldn't it be? When it comes to borders, Nancy Pelosi isn't messing around. Are you surprised to hear this? Well, you may have misunderstood. Pelosi isn't talking about the U.S. border, the one that's currently open. SHE'S TALKING ABOUT THE UKRAINIAN BORDER, THE ONE THAT ACTUALLY MATTERS. THE BILL PELOSI IS PROMOTING IS CALLED THE DEFENDING UKRAINE SOVEREIGNTY ACT. ITS PURPOSE IS TO GUARANTEE, QUOTE, Ukraine's SOVEREIGNTY, INDEPENDENCE, AND TERRITORIAL INTEGRITY. THESE ARE THE THINGS THAT ALL (laughs) COUNTRIES NEED. WE'D LOVE TO HAVE THEM HERE. BUT NO, WE'RE GOING TO HAVE TO WAIT. UKRAINE IS AHEAD OF US IN THE QUEUE FOR SECURE BORDERS. AND HONESTLY, YOU CAN SEE WHY. As he used to say when we were kids growing up in the United States, what's good for the lightly populated Russian colony of Ukraine is good for us. As our oldest and most cherished ally, yoked tightly to the American people by the ancient bonds of friendship, shared culture, and (laughs) barism,a Ukraine comes first. It has to come first. When caravans of undocumented Russians appear on the Ukrainian border, the United States doesn't sit idly by. The United States swoops in with deadly weapons to push these people back. We'll send missiles to Ukraine if we have to. In fact, we already have billions of dollars worth. But wait a second, you ask. Isn't undocumented immigration a good thing? Doesn't immigration increase diversity, the blessed source of all beauty, power, and strength? Well, sure, most of the time it does, but not in Ukraine. Ukraine exists for the exclusive presence of Ukrainians. People who look or speak differently, people from other places with, say, different religions, are not allowed in Ukraine, period. That's Nancy Pelosi's position. Ukraine-
1: so it, it's a long clip, but that, that's kind of the gist of it, right? So when I saw that, I thought to myself, who exactly sponsored this bill, right? So I went to, uh, you know, congress.gov, and I was just kind of snooping around a bit, and I was like, how did this come onto the Senate floor or come into the Senate floor? And the person that presented the bill was uh, a Democratic senator, uh, Robert Mendez? It's really small print mm. uh, let me see i got robert a garza yeah right i'm really a democrat liberal yeah. from new jersey yeah but uh so then i was like all right who is this guy how long has he been in congress what's he what's what's it all about he's been in congress since 1993 mm. he was a he was a house uh, representative and then senator now he's been a senator since 2006 but one of the crazy little funny stories i thought i found uh, on this gentleman was that he got married to what looks like a bit of a a little bit of a blonde bombshell here for his age, because he's like 68. She's probably in her late 50s as well. But you know, it's good looking, and uh, it's it's a nice ceremony they got going on here. But what's crazy about this is that this is in the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. This little wedding here, this this small ceremony, as they called it mm-hmm. back in October of 2020. In New Jersey, where, if we remember, Ian from Attila's Gym in Belmar, New Jersey, was having his gym shut down, being the number one... What what do they call him? Enemy number one of all of New Jersey. public enemy number one. Public enemy number one. A pariah. By the governor and everybody in power in New Jersey. But, oh, we have the senator here having a nice... No masks by anyone in the pictures here. No masks. No no masks. Just enjoying his life. Now
0: he's a radical masker, all
1: of a sudden. Yeah. So, uh, I just thought that was interesting. But he's also on the... um, seat for foreign committee affairs Mm, mm. and he's a gentleman that that proposed this uh it sounds like you're saying he's part of the deep state my brother well you know if it you know sounds like a duck
0: walks like a duck it might be a motherfucking goose that's him so so basically man we don't know what the fuck is in this defending ukraine sovereignty act of 2022, is it is it that shit the Nancy Pelosi thing that Tucker just talked yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about their strong borders.
1: Yeah, I'll actually give you the summary Something here. Clown show. I'll give you the summary from Congress.gov. The summary is: the bill authorizes security assistance for Ukraine, requires sanctions against Russia if an escalation uh, in hostilities uh, if it escalates hostilities in or against Ukraine, and addresses related issues. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tucker broke it down, man. Um, that that was like a. Like if, if anybody, I don't care if you're from the left. Like people from the left should be able to be sat down, and watch that thing. Obviously, it's it's biased, right? It's Tucker Carlson, Fox News. Uh, obviously, it's one sided. Obviously, he's he's cherry picking data points to create a narrative. Sure, but the point remains: Nancy Pelosi, the same woman who her district, by the way, in San Francisco is like overrun with poverty, crime, Asian hate, uh mental health people walking around shit on the streets, motherfucking needles, and uh they could run up into Walgreens and ransack it for $999 and, and get a slap on the wrist. You got these bail reform, you got these George Soros-backed district attorneys. They're soft on crime and it's going to shit. You have these super rich Silicon Valley oligarchs that live out there. You know what I mean? They can afford their high-ass rent. And then they wiped out the middle class and then you got the working class who are like having to spend three grand on a two-bedroom apartment or what have you, right? So you should be able to sit down and watch that and be like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense that they're wanting to defend Ukraine's borders. A lefty might try to be like, well, it's not just that, Chingo, and it's very misleading. It's actually, you know, it's because, you know, they're being under attack by Russia and all this type of shit. But the fact remains, America is more concerned with other other countries borders yeah and that's a problem that's a that's a big problem you gotta hit that button bro i didn't have it set up okay don't worry about it we had a re we had a big uh great reset <laughs> yeah, we did we had a great reset but don't worry about that y'all um is this true vasily
1: lomachenko joins ukraine defense everyone's reporting it from bleacher report to espn yahoo sports okay
0: yeah. i believe it i believe it i believe lomachenko's like hey man i'm from ukraine bro yeah I'm about to put on his uniform.
1: He was. I saw a video that was from I think like a month or two ago where they asked him about it, and he was just like, "Look, man, we need you know we need peace on Earth. We don't need war. This that, and the other, but you know, I stand with my people to defend their country and blah blah blah." And it gets complicated because you got like neo Nazis over there too. <sighs> yeah,
0: and then you have these Russian speaking provinces that are like border with Russia, and if I'm not mistaken, Vladimir Putin basically there's um. A, Again, I'm not a geopolitical. No, we're just strategists. No, no. But from what I'm, the lay of the land, right? Yeah, is basically Vladimir Putin told the separatists, not, not, not Zelensky, not, not the because uh, remember, they had a color revolu- uh, revolution recently. I think what year was it that they, all of a sudden, this comedian, not became, long was
1: it 14, maybe? 20 or? yeah,
0: something like the 2016, 2014 yeah. or something. So they literally just had like this color revolution. Y'all can do a deep dive on that. Maybe we'll come back next episode, do a deep dive. But I guess what I'm I'm getting at is Lomachenko is kind of like, well, shit, man, this is my country, and it's under attack. And regardless if it's the central banks and, you know, trying to – regardless if this has a lot to do with pipelines, Mm -hmm. gas, NATO, and currency wars, regardless, I can see Lomachenko, you know, busting out them hands – And be
1: like, hey, man, I guess I'm going to have to knock motherfuckers out on the battlefield. And then you have the Klitschko brothers also, right? And I pulled up an article earlier that says the Klitschko brothers are included on Putin's 23-man blacklist. I wonder what that means. Oh, wow, 23-man.
0: What bothers me a lot about this whole situation is that, like I just mentioned. Propaganda? Yes. I mean, like, if they wanted to honestly try to convince people that this is a worthy fight that we should get involved that we should have a dog in a the fight then they need to be a lot more honest mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because it really turns me off when all of a sudden they're supposed to just flip a switch like the powers that be whoever controls the media and all the levers of social media and the social engineering they're getting really good at it like they're understanding the american psyche better than americans understand themselves they're able to literally flip a switch And on lockstep, images go out. You got Sean Penn out there shooting a documentary, air quotes. Hmm. Um, Just like, you know, George Soros and the Clintons and the World Economic Forum, they're all involved over there. You got Burisma, the amount of corruption. You got the Bidens, Hunter. Hunter was getting a million a month.
1: You see, the, you see the meme ten percent for the big guy, right? Ten percent for the big guy. You yeah. see the meme of him uh, in his underwear on a couch, and he's on a laptop. He's like, when you find when you see that the Ukraine uh, direct deposit didn't hit. Yeah, he's real. Yeah,
0: there's one of Biden making a face, and it's a of you know Joe Biden, and it says, um, "What did it say? when the when the country that launder's your money gets invaded?" Yeah, yeah. something like that, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's got a face. So that doesn't really help me want to get involved. So. Um, how many how many American politicians have their kids and stepkids and relatives on boards of energy companies in Ukraine? There's a good handful.
1: Yeah, and what's crazy is because we as as American citizens for the most part, unless you're really paying attention, like let's just say us in our audience, uh, com- compared to the average voter who pay almost no attention to what's going on mm-hmm. or who's doing what. Yeah. You have, let's just say, us and our audience kind of in the middle where, like, you're really trying to keep up with everything, but there's so much going on all day, every day. And you talk about it on the podcast, and you talk about it on Discord, and we try to, like, have conversations all the time. And then you have the people that are in the mix, the deep state, will say, right? The people in politics, the public figures, the political figures. It's like, if we don't know what's going on here, what makes you think we know what's going on in Ukraine for real?
0: Yeah, like, in other words, I think what Rob's trying to say is, Maybe wait a little bit before you change your avatar to the yeah. Ukrainian flag, <laughs> yeah. you goofy motherfucker. Please? Like they just, they just I, like I said earlier, everybody knows Putin is a bad dude. He's, he's a bad dude. Putin is corn pop. Uh, Putin, everybody knows he's... Putin's he's, he's, a bad dude. Everybody knows he's, he's ex-KGB, he's bad hombre, uh, and then the Oscar Blue, who we're going to have on in a minute. Yep. Um, he also kind of broke that down. However, who was the biggest... Uh, uh, was a donor to the Clinton Foundation between like this year to that year. It's like decades. Who Ukraine, Ukraine, and these these oil companies and these oligarchs. They've they're the biggest contributor to the Clinton Foundation, which is just you know. Shmoney.
1: I, ga- I got to say this because I listened to it all the way through uh, alumni of the podcast, Jen Briney, who's going to be living in Austin for a month in April. So we'll probably have her back on in about a month or two when she's closer and times are more aligned. She did an episode on Sunday, uh, Sunday night called uh, Understanding the Enemy, I believe it was called. And she broke down a lot of okay. what's going on in Ukraine, in Russia. And she had a lot of the speeches that Putin has been giving throughout the last couple of days slash weeks, mm-hmm. translated, broke it all down, and it's really, it's, it's a crazy stark contrast of what we're hearing on mainstream media, and again, it's not, we're not rooting for Putin, we're not yeah. rooting for anybody here, we're just trying to understand the mm-hmm. lay of the land, exactly. as Shingo said, so that, so that we know what our lawmakers and policymakers are doing and, and why it's affecting us, you know, we just want to know.
0: Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, Putin is literally, like every step of the way is basically saying, y'all ready for peace talks? yeah no no? okay y'all not no we we do not give up okay all right bet next day y'all ready to sit down and talk peace no we are not ready okay all right bet Because and then here's another problem i have like they've been here in here in washington and in america and our media apparatus they've been beating the war drums you know if you own stock and raytheon You know what I'm saying? If you're part of the military-industrial complex, if you're a neocon, neoconservative, you know, these Cheney, George Bush-type people, oh, they can't wait. This is, we about to get back to business. Like, America is back to doing what the fuck we do, which is arms, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, blowing shit up. Yeah, we're back to 08, 2012. We back to the old way of things where we go around policing the world. Eight years,
1: right, of crazy chaos nonsense. We have three and a half years of, like, hey man everything's, everything's cool
0: shift. we got yeah we had four years of like trump walking in, script walking in north korea by
1: himself not even four years right It made mean, three at best yeah. you got covid and this fucking sham that too, impeachments yeah. for mm-hmm. the fourth year and then right back after that right like crazily right after that fast right back away. to yeah what it was eight years prior to that a uh,
0: buddy only been in what a year and a month he's, uh, yeah. he's he does his state of the union tonight Oh, yeah. Or probably today because he gets sleepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually tonight at 7. Crowder's doing a live stream. So if you're a Blaze member, which I am, I support a lot of my content creators that I enjoy, like you guys are supporting this podcast. So Shout I out to you. Chad
0: Pray there on Blaze.
1: Yeah, Chad as well. Love his show. Uh, you know, he's on the ballot for governor, obviously. We'll see how that goes, how much of the vote he, he garners, and, you know, how much of an impact his campaign had over the last couple of months, uh, almost a year. And yeah, anyway, it's it's. It's crazy stuff. It's almost unbelievable. It really is straight out of a movie sometimes when you hear, I mean, there's that clip of Kamala going around uh, earlier that was completely, I, I didn't know what the context was, but then I came to find out what it was, it was about where she was like, and people vote. She said kind of, elections have consequences, right? And in this oh case, my God. people got what they asked for. Please play that clip.
0: Uh, when people vote, or oh, I could paraphrase. When people Go ahead. vote, they get what they want. They, 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 they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they want. they got what they ordered
1: i went a little off script (laughs) i went a little off script
0: (laughs) i was like whoa you went whoa full stop hold on hold on hold on i went straight steve bannon whoa 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 hold on full stop (laughs) bro what in the goofy shit was that bro did she literally just tell people uh y'all got what y'all deserve because this is what the fuck y'all got tricked
1: into wanting (laughs) And I didn't know what she was referring to, right? So the best thing I could, com- the best conclusion I could come to, because I saw that clip this morning, I don't know if it had anything to do with anything that we've been talking about today, but I think it had to do with Biden's nominee uh, for Supreme Court justice. Oh, okay. Maybe there's some context. But in this case, y'all
0: got what y'all deserve. Yeah. Ba- basically, they about to print up $6.4 billion and somehow hand it over to Ukrainian oligarchs and then... And then they just kick it down the road and everybody gets their cut.
1: There's a... I hate to only cite right-wing-ish kind of uh, outlets, but the left... Uh, we talk about that. We watch shit from the left all the time. We play clips from here all the time. None of this messaging is on, a, on their publications. So I have to always cite like a Daily Wire or Breitbart and then be like, we're going to try to take it with a grain of salt. And I'm going to tell you about Breitbart in a minute. Go on. Uh, the, what? They did a big... Uh, they fucked
0: up and they need to do a goddamn apology. They... They uh, reposted some fake shit, which was uh, the news, which there's been a lot of this. It was a Ukrainian, former Miss Ukraine has picked up arms and joined as Didn't well. did she have an airsoft gun? Yeah, she had an airsoft gun. They cropped out the part or maybe they, I don't know if they did it intentional, but basically um, it was fake. Yeah. And, a lot of the stuff's been and fake. And Breitbart posted it and, yeah. you know, Andrew rolling in his grave right now.
1: No shit, right? Um. Do you want to keep going with, with other stuff? Because I kind of wanted to bring up this thing about the Supreme Court justice in this video that, uh, that Kamala had, uh, I don't know, talked about. I think was in reference to. Okay. Oh, actually, no it was this one. Elections matter. <laughs> and when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. <laughs>
0: I went off script a little bit. <laughs> hey, that was me and Raleigh. I went off script a little bit. <laughs> that rubbed it that, right there. Yeah. It reminds me of a comedian trying some new shit, and it didn't really work. That's, that, that's what that sounded like. Uh, in this case, you got what you ordered.
1: Um, I'm so, surprised she didn't do the nervous cackle. She At the end, she really wanted to, but she kind of went with a little weird, different, like, ha, ah, ah, ha. Ah. Uh, so th- this was in reference to, uh, what's her name, Katanji Brown Jackson? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to replace the Court Justice uh, Stephen Breyer. So let me read a little bit about this, because it might go unremembered, honestly, because on Biden's campaign trail, he at some point towards the end said that given the opportunity, he would uh, appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court Justice, right? Right then and there, you're just like, what? You're, you're writing off everyone else who might be up for this justice position? And, and go ahead and write off conservative black women or constitutionalist yeah, black right. women. Right. The, the, so the, the, the person replacing, uh, potentially replacing uh, Breyer is actually, was his assistant. Say that one more time. Breyer's assistant mm-hmm. is the judge who's potentially replacing his seat. Okay, his, who's The,
0: who's Breyer, the He's person? The, 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 the
1: retiring, th- yes. His assistant is the one taking over? Yeah. Oh. He's the one that Biden nominated for the justice position. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So Kintaji Brown
0: is a female. Yeah. And then the he is Breyer. Right. And Biden nominated Breyer. Yeah. So but, but he's already retiring. No,
1: he's retiring. I'm saying he nominated the black lady. Okay. Who was also Breyer's assistant.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. Got, yeah. it, got it. Got
1: it. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I know it's kind of it's jumbled up, but uh, I kind of wanted to read a little bit of it's this. too many pronouns. No shit, right? You don't get your own pronoun like Stephen Wals- uh, Matt Walsh said. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I'm he him. By
1: it was February 25th, 2020, the night of a crucial Democratic presidential debate in South Carolina. As Biden's, and Biden's campaign was on the ropes, in serious danger of being knocked out of the race, Biden was uh, was counting on a promised endorsement from the most powerful figure in the state Democratic's politics, the House Majority Whip James Claiborne, the former chair of Congressional Black Caucus, to reset, to revive his campaign. So up to this point, we still had Bernie in the race. We still had, you know, like a, little, a lot of uncertainty of who was going to get the nominee, right? So Claiborne was uh, extracting a firm promise from Biden. This was, this was Claiborne's uh, plan that night, that he wanted to name an African-American woman to the Supreme Court. Claiborne raised the issue with Biden the night before the debate, and he expected that Biden would make a commitment during the debates on national TV. Uh, but Biden did not initially make the pledge during the debate, Uh, Irritating Claiborne, the journalist, a journalist Jonathan Allen and Amy Parnes noted during a break of the debate that Claiborne headed towards Biden. Allen said Claiborne confronted Biden, saying, "Look, I told you that I wanted you to say that you were going to name a black woman to the Supreme Court. You haven't done that yet. You've had a bunch of opportunities. Don't leave the stage without doing it." This was from the journalist that was there. When the break was over, Biden was asked about his personal motto. He answered, "Everyone should be represented. That the fact is." well that is a fact that we should be doing we talked about the supreme court i'm looking forward to making sure there's a black woman on supreme court to make sure uh we in fact have every representation not a joke that was his quote not a joke not a joke not a joke this Clay- is serious folks here's the deal clayburn
0: official- you know the thing come on man <laughs> not a joke you, you need to have all them programmed on the machines not a joke You're absolutely- it's not hyperbole folks
1: yeah. i'm doing that this this week here's the deal Claiborne officially endorsed Biden the next morning. Biden swept to victory and never looked back as he passed Bernie Sanders and captured captured the nomination.
0: Well, if he wasn't so corrupt and career politician who ain't never did shit and just fucking pudding brains, then maybe I would take some of the stuff he says with a little bit more seriousness. But like, oh, well, maybe he really wants a diverse. Maybe he has good intentions. Like, you know, we've never had a black female and and this and that. But he's just a, a corrupt career politician who ain't all there, and that shit don't impress me. I still don't know how the hell he got the nomination. Maybe they, the deep state wanted a puppet. They wanted somebody that's just shuffling around, obviously. lost. Somebody they could control and shit. Uh,
1: uh, obviously.
0: So uh, Before we move on from this um, Ukraine debacle, uh, just real quick, I just want to run, run through some things to keep in mind as we're trying to decide whether or not we should put Ukrainian flags as our avatar. Whether or not we all want to rush to volunteer to go over there and pick up arms alongside Ukraine. So why so many psyops? Why so many, like, fake things? Like the the Zelensky pictures from, like, Out of Context when he was... Um, did you see that? When he was touring the border to yeah, go see... Yeah, last year. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was wearing some green shit. And it's like, brave Zelensky. Yeah. So I think I heard Steve Bannon and them say that basically whoever's in charge right whether it's a uh, sort um klaus schwab world economic forum whoever's pulling strings Is soros well soros possibly yeah soros had a series of tweets and shit all about ukraine ukraine right. ukraine they were just oh ukraine so whoever's in charge of the media and the propaganda like it's all in lockstep it's almost as if before they set it off you know with russia It's like they had all their assets. It's like there was a Dropbox folder ready to go with (laughs) narratives like, all right, you're going to do one about Snake Island. It's going to be one called The Ghost of Kiev. And and we're going to put photos of Zelensky and we're going to make it like Remember the Alamo. And Americans are going to be riled up because they love movies. They love Marvel fucking movies. Uh, They love these hero type narratives. And it's going to remind him of the Alamo. And he's going to have fucking super approval. Zelensky's gonna have super approval everywhere and they're gonna be like this is a fucking leader like all these man there was rap gangster rappers so many talking heads were like this what the fuck leadership you think Trump and his kids will will go out there and put on a goddamn it's like first of all those photos I was like first of all how we how do we even know (laughs) how do we even know that Zelensky's still there for all we know he's kicking it with the Clintons some goddamn way with George Soros and it's like man just put him on a green screen and just be like, we are still here. We are here. We're holding it down. We're here for Ukraine.
1: Two things. Mm-hmm. Lots of things, actually. But th- I'll start with these two. Tim Dillon had a Ukrainian comedian on his podcast okay. from Ukraine that was armed and like defending his country. And he had a get. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was pretty interesting. Um, it's pretty funny. It started off as a bit, but it actually turned out to be real. Mm-hmm. They actually got him on, on Zoom or, or something, Skype, later on in the episode. Um, two, he's actually going to be on Fox Nation with Tucker who Tim Tim Dillon yeah Fox Nation yeah yeah it was funny because he was talking about it on the show on that episode he's like is that
0: the one where it's like a wood
1: like cabin type yeah Tucker's YouTube show or whatever it is okay he was like he was asking Ben like should I do it you know should I do it and they were like he's like yeah I mean why not what is it he goes it's just an hour with Tucker on his YouTube Fox Nation show so we have we have that to look forward to who knows what that's gonna turn out I think Tim could do anything
0: you know because as it is he's very outspoken He's funny, but he's also educated. Yeah. And he might be a little edgy for Fox Nation or or the mainstream, you know, Tucker. Um no matter no matter who has Tim as a guest, he's always going to be raw, edgy and outspoken on his own platform. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he don't really need those platforms, but in my opinion, it's like it don't hurt because he's probably going to garner a whole other audience of people that are just like this guy's a little conspiracy theorist. I like him. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like a funny, fat, fatter Alex
1: Jones. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Tucker just referred to him as Fat Pig, the way that Tim calls himself? <laughs> he calls himself the pig. Oh, wow. I never heard him call himself the pig. <laughs> oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold your thought where you are. I got my notes here. I got to ask you, why, why is Willie D tagging you in a post on his Instagram?
0: Um, well, you be- got
1: a re- response to this, Chingo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: he was misled into believing. He saw, he saw a meme. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a little quick blip with no with no context of basically the way the meme was framed was here's Donald Trump saying that this would have never happened if he was in charge, mm-hmm. although he withheld aid to Ukraine. Mm. And what I was trying to you know, he's like and then he, Willie's caption was like, can anybody explain this Kakaman situation <laughs> at real chingo bling or anybody? <laughs> Any of these Trump supporters, come get your boy, basically, right? <laughs> okay. And but what I it would be too you don't get enough characters on on the on the caption on the on the comments to explain to people like okay, this is from the phone call. I think they ended up getting that money anyway, right? Mm-hmm. He was just basically trying to do a, as they would call quid pro quo, which in essence was was wasn't even a bad thing. He was like, Hey Zelensky, here's your chance. To look into this corruption, because supposedly Ukraine has has had, um, has tried to do a better job of of rooting out some of their corruption, right? Like Burisma. Mm-hmm. So if I sit up on Willie D's ca- um, comment section and mention things like Hunter Biden, it's going to go over folks' head. Burisma, it's going to go over their head. Um, if I try to explain to them that Donald Trump was trying to get to the bottom of the corruption because... You know we've been they've been laundering money for the deep state. We've been sending too much money over there. Already, they would have tuned out. like mm. Chingo's fucking crazy. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's what that is. That's what that is. and I appreciate the shout out. and uh, more people know about me now. <laughs> so so what I was saying is is what makes me so dubious mm-hmm. and try, so careful, like you said earlier, we really don't know shit. Like yeah. the average American, don't know where the fuck Ukraine is, and all of a sudden, the same media apparatus that brought you all these other hoaxes—the same ones that had you putting your BLM logo in your in your in your avatar—they had you putting your jab, fucking your mask avatar. They want you to put the Ukraine flag avatar. For whatever reason, these same people, in lockstep, are trying to feed you this thing, which is like, y'all need to care about Ukraine. Y'all need to like drum up the war, the um the the war the war drums we need to send troops over there we need to send american blood and treasure we need to go protect their borders it's like are y'all listening to yourselves are y'all listening that all of a sudden y'all want strong borders and shit and then uh the fact that uh, russia got kicked off of that swift thing it might affect america the u.s dollar reserve status it might be a chain effect we don't know how china is going to maybe back up russia there's a handful of countries that are um very strong with gold and commodities and things like that they're kind of like you know been talking with russia in terms of getting away from the central bank and just kind of bucking the system um and then the goofiest shit ever is when you have americans over here saying Throw away your vodka. Get rid of your vodka. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Meanwhile, we still buy 600,000 barrels of Russian gas a day. Why? Because we're now energy dependent. We were full spectrum, energy dominant, energy independent. We were about to have more motherfucking petroleum than Saudi Arabia and Russia combined. That is a thing of national security. Biden came in. With the fucking stroke of a pen, he says shut down the Keystone Pipeline. No more American fuel. He declared war on American energy. He allowed Germany to get all their gas pumped to them via Nord Stream 2 from Russia. Russia got the um,
1: got Europe by the nuts because they're dependent on the oil. What they going to do? Throw away vodka. The whole situation is really crazy because it's made, you know, obviously national headlines. Everyone's talking about it. People are getting fooled into propaganda that's coming out left and right from everyone. Meanwhile, if you're like us and you're just really trying to to wrap your head around it, Understanding Your Enemy, again, by Jen Briney on the Congressional Dish, I would start with that if you have almost no idea of... Why Putin so uh, hell bent on the whole? Don't allow Ukraine into NATO. Get your forces off of my border. Give me some space. Where the fuck's our buffer? Y'all surrounded me. Y'all went back on what uh, Bush, Daddy Bush, said back in the early mid '90s, which was um, I forgot what promise he broke initially to Russia or then Soviet Union. But Putin never forgot that stuff. He's like, y'all tripping, and I'm not letting this shit happen, right? And instead of kind of like playing nice or paying, playing, what's the word? Uh, Diplomacy, I guess. Yeah, being diplomatic. Being diplomatic. You're letting the enemy, in a sense, go into the hands of an even bigger enemy, which is...
0: China. China.
1: Like Trump said, I kept
0: them separated.
1: It, yeah, and it's, it's just really weird. So if, if somebody catches this on YouTube and you're like, you guys know what the fuck you're talking about, you're kind of right. But we're trying to figure it out because we're not hearing it anywhere else. And we're trying to find sources, whether it's Oscar Le Blue, Steve Bannon, Jen, whoever the hell, to give us better context of everything.
0: And on top of all that like you just mentioned, uh, the, uh, you know Ukraine, they've been misled and they've been given false hope. They're like, maybe y'all can join
1: the EU, you know, maybe NATO, this, that, and the third. Well, imagine having Russia point military arms at Alaska, being that close. Because people think, you look at, people are like, Russia's way over there, right? Uh, It is and it isn't, depending on what part of the map you're looking at. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at Texas, sure. If you're looking at Alaska, it's only separated by the Bering Strait, which Mm -hmm. is like 50 miles. And there's two islands in the middle of the Bering Strait. And one of those islands is owned by Russia, and one of the islands is owned by the U.S. And between those two islands, it's only two and a half miles. And during the winter, it freezes over. So you could walk over to Russia in the winter. It's crazy. So imagine you got fucking missiles and tanks and everything pointed to Russia. Do you think the United States would take too kindly to that? No. Not saying Putin's a good guy here, but I'd like to hear what the fuck's going on for real. Yeah, man. And,
0: you know, it's all very strange. Um, Like I said, man, just... Why you need so many psyops? Why? Because you you got to have war propaganda. Cuz
1: covid's falling apart and, and the J6 committee's falling apart. Yeah, they can only run those two stories on the on American media
0: but so much. So now Ukraine pops off they're like gangbusters, clickbait, <laughs> clickbait. Gangbusters. Yeah, it's like TMZ's obsession with Kanye, same <sighs> shit.
1: <laughs> um it always comes back to Kanye. Same shit. Do You watch part 2? Yes sir. We'll talk about it on Chinga you know, Chats.
0: Mhm. Well, yeah, um, are we wrapping up here? Because we got to get to Oscar El Blue.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get to Oscar El Blue. So you guys, you got double the podcast on here. It's almost I think two hours worth of content. I love um, it. Shout out to Giovanni here, who I just saw towards the end of this episode, upgraded to our uh, all access tier. He's a great patron and a big mm-hmm. supporter on the on the Discord. He keeps the Discord uh, very very funny, very lively. Yes, beat. yeah. Shout out, y'all are fast with the with the gifts and the memes, bro. Hey. Hey, speaking of, yes, those coconuts, one with the Astros hat. Oh yeah, we got to repost that. It's funny. Yeah, do you have it saved on your phone? There's
0: so many I might. There's so <laughs> many things going on in the Discord that I'm going to have to scroll to go screenshot it. Yeah. And um I'm not allowed to post political things on my Instagram because we're actually trying to like be monetized and shit. So I'm going to suppress my voice. Uh, Make sure y'all follow at what did he said, which is still fire. Yeah, because my wife is like, you need to be promoting McAllen. You got McAllen coming up and you, your story is all full of goddamn political shit and you need to push. You got Naples coming up. You got West Palm Beach coming up. And I'm like, woman, there's a lot at stake right now.
1: That's not coming from your wife. That's coming from Mighty Soul, the manager. Mighty Soul, the manager slash my wife.
0: Well, hey, guys, a uh, very special guest right now coming at you via Zoom, Oscar El Blue. For those that know, y'all know how Oscar gets down. He's always in the nitty-gritty. He's always boots on the ground. He always has first real info about what's happening with migrants and everything going on. He was recently robbed at gunpoint <sighs> Crazy. in Guatemala near a volcano, and he's here to tell you all about it. Budo RPT. sus. Ladies and gentlemen, RPT Season 12, Episode 136, coming in hot. We have a special guest via Zoom from an undisclosed location. We have Oscar El Blue. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Chingo. Thank you so much for the invitation to your beautiful platform. Say hello to everybody over there.
1: For sure, for sure. We have producer Rob in the building. What's up, everybody? I'm not on camera. I'm just off to the side. You can barely see me. Hey, so (laughs) uh,
0: could we dive into the uh, incident that happened while you were filming a documentary?
1: Yeah, please, Oscar. Tell us about what happened, man.
3: Uh, I got sent, Uh, we went on this project uh, to Guatemala, and then from there, I was going to go uh, broadcast and report on the borders of Corinto uh, with Honduras. So we were going to travel the three countries. Uh, We entered Guatemala, uh, you know, late in the afternoon, and we were escorted uh, in a private driver to take us all the way to the capital of Guatemala, and it's a five-hour drive. So as we were going through uh, late at night, we passed through, one of the things that I wanted to broadcast is why migrants are leaving their land because of natural disasters. And, you know, the left is pushing this narrative of climate change, climate change, climate change. So I wanted to go to places where they have happened, natural disasters and people have exited. So we were driving by and we saw the volcano. Guatemala has the most volcanoes in Latin America; it has more than twelve. Mm. So, volcano was exploding late at night. It had it had a, it was active. Uh, so uh, next day we said, you know what? Let's go to the volcano and let's uh, do this. Uh, you know, document that. Let's document what, what we have to do. Uh, before that, we knew that the area was, uh, you know, was friendly. They told us that it was friendly. There was authorities all the way, you know, passing by and, you know, you know, just protecting the area. So we got there. And the first thing that we saw, it was a community that it was submerged by an eruption that happened in 2018. More than 900 people died on this eruption. So it was a big thing. So we were we we were recording. As I'm saying, we I had a photojournalist by the name of Jose Torres. Uh, he works for Routers. So we were working together. Uh, he went in uh, into the community submerged. So I went in. I started recording. And far away, we saw a woman. That she was saying she was the only survivor. It was a little home that she had right there. We started doing this interview. And she sold us this sob story. She is part of this organized crime. She started telling us that uh, her family died on uh, that, and, and that day. Uh, her first four children were submerged. And the whole community was submerged. And then on top, there was a church with, you know, crosses that they were being put as people that they have died there. And they were submerged there. So after we finished the interview with her, we went up the hill. Uh, and my colleague went to the left. I went to the right and I started explaining to my audience, this is what is going on. You know, I told you guys that I was going to bring you to a submerged, uh, part. And all of a sudden I hear people running behind me and I hear a click and I saw this guy with a shotgun pointing at me. And I immediately, you know, they start telling me with profanity, kneel down, kneel down. I said, like, all right, whatever you want, I'll kneel down. Uh, and they started taking all my stuff. As soon as they saw that my colleague was on the left side, they started saying, get up. I got up. Uh, they took us to him, uh, towards him. They made us kneel down again. Uh, this guy had a shotgun on the back of my head. Uh, and at that moment, I particularly flinched. I said, I can, I can do something. But, uh, and in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep with the life. Here. I'm going to can- try to continue to record these guys. Uh, when they told us to, you know, to, to look to the other way, we saw six other men all the way to the mountains and they were camouflaging and wearing and carrying shotguns. So it was not only two. It was it's a whole operandi that they have over there in the mountain. They took away all our stuff. They sold everything. Uh, but there was a particular moment, Chingo, that I will tell you that uh, we uh, I really thought that he was going to pull the trigger. Uh, he told me, lastly, uh, get up. Uh, I got up, he told me, turn around, uh, and I started playing. And I started telling me, hey, tranquilo, tranquilo, you know, take it easy. You already got all the stuff. You don't need anything more. Uh, And, you know, uh, he let us go. He said, you know, get out of my, with profanity, get out of my land. Uh, We got out walking, not running, walking at a fast pace. And we asked for help in the main road. And that's basically the incident from there what happened. The whole corruption chingo of Guatemala, how they wanted us to stay quiet. Uh, later on, we managed to get our cell phone. We managed to get, uh, because I asked him, I asked the guy when he was getting my wallet, I told him in Spanish, uh, Deja me identificaciones. just leave my, my IDs, please. And he left me a debit card, my IDs. That debit card had a little bit of money. And they got us into the main road. We bought a phone. Then later on, it was a full corruption with the Secretary of of Tourism from Guatemala. He wanted to keep this case isolated. He did not want this to get out. Uh, Also, the consul of Mexico uh, in Guatemala was like, hey, let's calm down. Let's send me your location so we can come for you. (laughs) I'm like, uh, no, I don't trust nobody. And we went on. uh, Thank to God that we had help from uh, mainstream media over there that is called Nuestro Diario. They were the ones that picked us up. They were the ones that took us to our, our Airbnb that we were staying in the capital. And on the next day, we left. It was a really horrible incident that we had.
0: Man, that, that was scary, brother. That's very unfortunate. And um, besides, so how long were you in Guatemala? And were you able to, like, once you got out of there, what did you continue to document? What, what else did you see?
3: Uh, the, the I was there for two days. In the capital, I was there for two days. Uh, we arrived there at night. The next day, we were going to broadcast how the Biden administration is saying that they're not deporting unaccompanied minors. And we already had access to go to the airport of Guatemala, where they are returning unaccompanied minors from the United States of America. So that was one of the things that I wanted to do, you know, broadcast that they are returning unaccompanied minors from the United States all the way directly to Guatemala. But it changed. It drifted. They changed the flight so we had to go to the volcano after that we got in contact like uh you know we, we went to the main road a uh, police national police of guatemala helped us out uh we were stopping cars for help uh they got us into the main road uh they we got in contact with the uh with the consul of Mexico. he contacted us uh the phone got you know uh released we let we uh, you know i passed it to one colleague in mexico he helped us out with the consul of mexico and the consul of Mexico told us, you guys need to get out immediately. Like, we need to take you uh, out of the country because this is, uh, there's something more in the volcano that you guys just broadcast. Uh, as we were going to the main road, Chingo, there was guys to sell watermelons. And they were telling us that we were really lucky to be alive, that all the time these people, uh, they assassinate individuals as they are assaulted and they bury them in the mountain. Uh, most recently a family was uh, raped mm. uh, a woman and a child were raped in front of the husband mm. uh, and an American journalist and environmentalist went over there to you know do some documentation also she was abused and uh, and hit and stole the older property so this is a uh, an activity this is a really historical place because it has a lot of things that you can document and a lot of things that you can bring into light but these you know these operations of of vandals, they, you know, they make you just leave. And then it is really in a secure area. Later on, the secretary of health knew the secretary of tourism knew that they were, he told us, uh, we know that there's a woman there oper- operating mm-hmm. and we know that there's people operating over. So immediately. Am I, am I uh, still? Yeah. Your we video went hear-
0: out. Yeah. We hear you. I don't know what happened to your video though.
1: Right there.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, So the Secretary of Tourism uh, told us, you know, we know that there's an operation there. And we were like, if you know that there's an operation there, why you haven't done anything? So it really...
1: You must be getting some calls or something, Oscar.
3: Yes, I'm denying it right now. It's it's a... (laughs) a... Spam? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh... Uh, it really, uh, it, it, it trickled us to try to uh, to understand that there was a lot of corruption.
1: Did you get any kind of responses from them? Like any answers of, of why they hadn't really done much or why they just keep letting it happen?
3: It, it, it really, it went, this news went viral in Guatemala because of the urgency of the journalists. Uh, it went all the way up to the, to the Secretary of Exterior Relations. And they made, they made a conference. The journalists from Guatemala started pushing it for people to just do something. Uh, and immediately, because it got it went viral in Guatemala, they arrested the woman. Uh, they're doing investigations right now. They already identified the two gentlemen that they are uh, that they were in the video. Luckily, we had to record them. One of them, uh, they, uh, one of them, supposedly has two murders on his belt under his belt, mm. and the other one has a rape case. So these are not your typical average, you know, uh, you know, little criminals. These people, uh, this is the way that they operate. Uh, And supposedly there's an investigation going on right now in that area. They released the military. This is why the secretary of tourism did not want it. They wanted to keep this case isolated because they wanted to keep their operation going. After this got out, they pushed, you know, mainstream media push for uh for the authorities to release the military into this particular area they release uh they're doing raids right now uh they have the whole area secure so in a way we did something to bring into light of what was happening over there
0: so what what do you think all is happening in that in that area is it uh some drugs uh, human trafficking or is it just they hide out and rob journalists that that come
3: no, there's a whole operation. They have told us that they have uh, a lot of trafficking all the way uh, on the top of the volcano. There's a lot of drug trafficking, uh, and there's a lot of illegal activity turns to drug trafficking and gun trafficking. Mm-hmm. So I believe that that was one of the reasons why they told us, you know, we need to keep this case isolated. That's mm-hmm. why nobody was, you know, going over there and protecting the people that they were doing this, you know, uh, investigations. We're just you know, pieces of the sand of what this huge thing that is behind the volcano that is operating. It is just uh, a, a, ta- a ghost town. Really, it is a ghost town, and they're taking advantage of that to put these, all these illegalities in that city. All the way to the bottom, there's another community, but that community does not go all the way to the top, not because of security reasons. They don't have nothing to do over there. So uh, now we understand how uh, how aggressive why the authorities were so aggressive with us trying to get our Apple IDs because they stole our phones. So they were telling us, Hey, can we get your Apple IDs? We want to track your phones. And we're like, no, that's all, all our information. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they try to tell us, uh, they asked us uh, your address right now, where are you staying at? We want to send some authority so we can, you know, protect you. Uh, the government will protect you. We're like, no, we're, we're not giving you wow. our, our, you know, our address. And the most one is that, you know, we want to, just don't communicate with nobody just don't say anything to no media because we're trying to protect you they go on this wing that we're trying to protect you but they were not absolutely trying to do that
0: that's almost like that's the big story there the big story the big story there is like the corruption and how the government is well aware of everything that's going on there, but it's just like a one hand washes the other, kind of like, eh, uh, you know. Uh, hey, man. Hey, Oscar. Uh, uh, tell me where you're staying, brother. Can I can I get your Apple ID? Yeah,
1: it sounds like <laughs> any government that says we're tra- we're here to protect you, we're gonna take care of you. Always perk up your ears. Anytime they say it's for your health and safety, yeah, <laughs> red flag, o- Oscar. So how did did you get to keep your phone? Did they also let you keep the phone that you were actually filming with?
3: No, no, no. They they sold it. Everything they sold. Uh, I had. I had almost, guys, like $3,000 of equipment. Uh, that's what I had. And, and I have worked for my equipment for, you guys know, for almost four years now, broadcasting, you the immigration issue. All my equipment got stolen. The, the, the situation was that I was recording. I was at a live video on YouTube. And they told me to, you know, put everything down when they told me to kneel down. So I had I had the phone on my hand. And then he told me, give me the phone. So when, he gave, when I gave him the phone, he wanted to unblock the phone. He could not unblock the phone because he did not have the code. So he told me, unblock the phone. I unblocked it, and then he blocked it again. He said, like, take this code out, you know, just unblock the phone. So I received the message on my on my phone when I was, you know, trying to find a way to take away the code. And then the message said, uh, one of our moderators said, uh, hey, uh, hurry, Oscar is being robbed. So I knew at that particular moment that they were watching that. So I ended mm-hmm. the the live feed on YouTube and I just gave him I said, "You know what? I'll, let me give you the number of the code of my phone so you can take it."
0: Wow. wow. Hey man, you're very lucky. Uh some good quick thinking. Uh, um you know, I know for a second you were like, que Luego quita la pinche pistola. Tas, puto, tas, tas,
3: tas." <laughs>
0: pinche Oscar Rambo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> At one moment I, you know, I luckily uh, life has, you know, everybody knows how to defend themselves with their hands. Uh, but in uh, uh, one moment, I thought about it. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. as my colleague said, yes. you didn't know where there were six other people in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And also, we don't know if this guy's going to pull the trigger or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and, and, and it's the anger issue now, Chingo, that we have now that we're dealing with. Uh, you know, at first we could not get any sleep, uh, and we were having some kind of issues with that because it's, it's the anger issue. First, you're in shock of watching it and, and seeing all this stuff. The second, the second thing uh, that we're trying to get rid of now is the whole anger issue because it's really it angers uh, us. It, anger, it angers me, and particularly that I could not do anything, and you know, in those situations, and everything got stolen from me. But luckily, we have a lot of support from people and. And our network has been supporting us. So we are back. We're going to go, uh, you know, jump back on the bandwagon and, and be
1: reporting again. Was this your own uh, project, Oscar? Or did somebody send you out from like a, a different publication to work on this uh, documentary?
3: It was uh, Real America's Voice News and also uh, uh, Wendy Bell Radio Network. I was going to work for them and also uh, for me, for myself. So it was three uh, three types of, uh, you know, broadcasting that we were going to do.
1: Wow.
0: Now you're at home putting tape around your hands. Me las vas a pagar. (laughs) Así, pinche camo. I'll go with you, fool. Hey, we'll get parachuted in. Andale, cabrones. Just crawl on the ground. It's Steven Seagal over here. See? Nah, I've seen too many action movies. So um, a lot of stuff is going on, man. Like, um, you know, Biden's policies. A lot of, you know, Latinos, Mexican-Americans. You know, especially border towns.
1: Well, today's primary day. You know, so the we if we're talking about voting, there's a lot of us out there that's gonna be casting their votes today. How long does that last? Today's vo- today's at election day. So early early voting's over and today's the actual so primary this, election. That's it. Yeah. At,
0: tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. That you can not vote yeah. no more. No. A la madre. Okay, I gotta go do that after this. Yes. Um it, how how do you feel? Um everybody tuning in, we have a lot of new listeners every month because I think people are slowly starting to you know, see like, wait a minute something just seems off. Like, they keep lying to us. Everything is lie. Everything is psyop. Everything is propaganda. Even this Ukraine war stuff, we're going to talk about that um, after, you know, after we talk to you. But, like, so much fake stuff. And and what feedback are you getting on the ground? Like, what are you hearing? I know you travel a lot, but what's what's the uh, zeitgeist? Like, what are people saying out there?
3: Well, in terms to... In terms to the border security... uh it is it is so shameful uh, what is happening to the United States and in, in the propaganda that the mainstream media is releasing and not the reality of what is really happening. Uh, the most recent activity that you know it is happening at the borders is people from all across. Now it is all across the world. A lot of people are saying it is only it was only Central America, South America. In my last trip before I crossed to Guatemala, I interviewed people from Iran, from Yemen. From Palestine, from Pakistan. Mm. Uh, but there's a vast majority of people from Russia that they have been coming. Uh mm. and through the borders of Tijuana to San Diego, more than eight thousand people have been apprehended of Russians into the United States of America. Uh the thing that I see right here, Chingo, and the statements that Joe Biden has released lately with the Ukraine and Russia situation, he's using now the word global uh a lot global economy, global this, global that, that makes me think that possibly Joe Biden snuck in the global compact of immigration like Barack Obama did in 2015, 2016, 2015. Uh, He snuck in the global compact of migration. That means complete open borders without the citizen American citizens knowing that they have an open border and they are massively receiving people uh, through an irregular entry to a non-port of entry. If he's using these kind of terminologies, that makes me completely, you know, it is completely understandable that he is part of this globalistic, you know, agenda. The most sad thing about it is that a lot of American citizens are, there's a lot of smoke screens that they're creating for them to be, you know, just contrasted on and just focused on. But the most that they are driven away from the reality that they're trying to turn uh, the United States into a globalist country. What is that? Make everything the same. Everybody exactly the same. So if you're seeing Mexico has open borders, Central America has open borders, the whole continent of America has open borders. Now you go to Europe and a lot of countries in Europe are happening that it is part of this new globalist, you know, agreements of, of countries and leaders. So the it's 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 going to be too late if U.S. citizens do not wake up to what is happening in their borders, and it's going to be late into a point that they're going to see like wake up and like what the hell happened? When did this happen? Because we we did not know that this was happening, but actually it is currently happening to you guys. And there's a lot of pop. There's a lot of population coming in. The most aggravated thing, Chingo, it is that. The cartel organizations and the organized crime on the other side of Mexico, now you get them the authority to think that they own the other side of the land. And that is when you have a problem. You open that door. Joe Biden opened that door for these people to just continue the trafficking of people. And because now it is a relentless, multi-billion business, if you try to put a stop to it, they're not going to stop. They're going to tell you, no, 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 no. This is my business. You're not going to stop to it. That is what actually has been happening in La Jolla, Texas, Roma, Texas, that actually the cartel is shooting back at the border agents and the customs. So you never saw that continuously happening before. And now it is happening. Why? Because the current administration opened that door for all these things to continue, all these illegal things to continue. And the bad thing about it is that in Mexico, the cartel owns the government. We know that, runs the government. They pay out the the, you know district leaders. They pay out mayors. They pay out governors. If this is continuously happening in the United States of America, what makes you think that a lot of politicians are not corrupted or not being paid out now? So those are the kind of things that they're aggravated for United States border cities that. A lot of these organized crimes are really involved now with American politicians.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the figures that that they put out, they'll say like, "Oh, uh, what, what do they say? Like two million uh, this year of undocumented." Yeah, or yeah. like, well, I guess last year, right? Because we're at the beginning of a new year. Um, do you think that's accurate, or it's like way bigger? Like just, I the think amount.
3: that it's gotaways. Uh, you know, we have had. Uh, a lot of information of, of how the United States Customs they put uh, numbers and they always increase it. They always say that it's almost uh, 300% more. So oh. it's more than that. 300%? And yes, there's always saying that it's almost 300% more. That is almost, you know, they only apprehend what they see. So imagine that chico.
0: All the getaways, well, they, gotaways, they call them. Mm-hmm.
3: They gotaways, yes. But the most aggravated thing about this thing, you know, when they release, When there was the flights going on, that this flights, the people being delivered and flown all over the country, has been going on for more than a year. And Fox News said, oh, this is breaking news. It's not breaking news. It's been done for more than a year. The most aggravated thing that the United States Customs said, because the Biden administration has been releasing numbers that they are supposedly decreasing the entrance, and it is a lie, they said, this is a complete lie. But the most aggravated thing is the unaccompanied minors. And they released a a number that is just astonishing between the fiscal year of 2022 that starts on October of 2021 and it ends up in September of 2022. On this fiscal year alone, more than 38,000 unaccompanied minors have been apprehended in the borders of the United States. You're talking about a humongous number of unaccompanied minors and the problem is that now you have all these Catholic charities mm. that they are involved in NGOs. Remember, not because it is Catholic charity means that they are with the Catholic church. It is a charity of the Catholic you know, church, but it's not the Catholic church that is involved. So a lot of these NGOs are coming in and they're the ones that they're in charge of distributing the children. God knows where mm. that is the. That is the other thing that is really uh, precisely a lot of journalists have been trying to investigate that, but immediately in the United States, they have this you know uh, agenda to not uh, you know to not get involved with these uh, they have their own rights uh, you cannot you know get involved with them because uh, you, you know they will, you will end up with a big lawsuit uh, and all this kind of stuff. So it is really a big wall between you finding out. Where are these children being distributed? So that is another thing that the Biden administration does not want to talk about, that they're provoking all these unaccompanied minors to continue to travel. I've traveled with many caravans, and I have seen many unaccompanied minors as they're coming. And they, they will tell you the horrible situations that they have gone through because it was implemented on their mind that Biden was going to let them in. So that is a huge number that a lot of people don't know about.
0: That's just one of the many, 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 many travesties uh, of the results of this uh, selection.
1: Hey, Oscar, uh, we probably asked you this last time, but uh, if you could tell, like, uh, a college liberal right now in the United States that's saying, you know, we need open borders, uh, free speech is dangerous, uh, all, you know, all these crazy. No, no human is illegal. Yeah, all these crazy talking points. You hear um, bring back, even those are the same they, people they saying, they can't deport us all. <laughs> <laughs> <"Yee, can't laughs> Jingle, bling. The ones that are also saying, bring back uh, masks on campuses, all these crazy things. What would you tell them?
3: Just There's like a, a room oh, in my house. Go ahead, go ahead. There's a room in my house that you can stay. <laughs> come and live with me for one month and walk with me and I will, and I will give you the, the cost of the, of the ticket to go to Tapachula and walk with the people in Tapachula so you can see a kid bleeding from his feet you can see women as they're giving them their stories that they were raped in the Darien Gap in Panama you can see men watching their women being raped Telling the stories, you can actually hear people from Africa telling you, uh, you know, I saw my friend died migrating on a boat on the Mediterranean Sea. You can come over here and walk with me. All these journalists, uh, you know, liberal, leftist, uh, progressives that they just write stories on their desk, and they say that it, you know it's in, I'm human with everything that is happening. Open borders in the United Nations are provoking this. The globalist organizations with their pushing this migration agenda, they're the ones that they're provoking for people to suffer and walk to nine countries, 10 countries. If you wanted to fix immigration, making people walk to nine, 10 countries, it is not the way to fix immigration. So I invite you to come and live our lives, live our insecurity lives, you know, walk out of our city and see dismembered bodies everywhere. Uh, watch a war, a cartel war late at night, go to Venezuela and get electrical shutdowns and don't get water and don't get gasoline for two to three weeks. Live out of $3 a month in Cuba or so in Venezuela. Live out of dictatorship in Nicaragua and try to live at late at night with shootings consistently and, you know, abuse and behavior by the government. Try to do that. Try to get out of your comfort zone and experience the real life that you are so much defending of. When you experience it, just, you know, you can sit down in the comfort of the United States and tell me the opposite.
0: Yeah, so what they're promoting leads to everything you just described. Yeah, very just well Just The mass <laughs> movement of people, um, you know, these, uh, I guess, illegal transnational thugs are the ones getting the money f- for moving in these commodities of humans. And then, you know, their journey is dangerous. It's just like a, a human It's a human travesty, and unfortunately, you know, like Rob said, the young college-educated kids, you know, the Latinx, you know, (laughs) that's what we're taught. Like, these Marxist, globalist, socialist, whatever type of ideas where we're just like, oh, my God, you know, coexist. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, Beto (laughs) O'Rourke, take my weapons. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so unfortunately man the propaganda is powerful and a lot of times the way these ideas are packaged and sold to the american people it's like um tugging at the heartstrings so it's like you know open our doors like we can we can absorb everyone like we should be able to take care of everyone meanwhile you have like african-american communities that are just getting like literally shipped to the back like like pushed to the back like you're gonna have to wait And then you got, like, Mexican-Americans, American citizens whose, their kids can't get, um, what is it, like, head start educational Mm. things where it's like, sorry, illegals come first. And after a little while, even the raza, like, de acá, starts to wake up and realize, Mexico don't care about me. I'm not a Mexican citizen. There's no reason for them to care about a pocho. Like, why why have we been so... um, I guess psychologically abused because we're so proud. That's like, we love tequila. We love Vicente. We love tacos. And, you know, my parents are from Mexico. It's getaway. Like, es que no human is illegal. And it's like, bro, you're just falling into the, the Clintons. The rhetoric. <laughs> <laughs> the Clinton's fucking yeah, you, master plan. Basically, you got these Epstein pedophile type people taking advantage of the kids. You know, you got people in the Darien Gap taking advantage of the women, making money. Uh, you got human traffickers. You got brothels in Houston. You know what I mean? You got prostitution. You got pimps. It's just like fentanyl. Seattle, Washington right now, there's like, like you've seen every other major city. You see it right here in Houston, by the by the damn Midtown, Greyhound, bus station, Philadelphia, LA, San Francisco, Portland. There's all these major cities, Austin, Texas, with like homeless, mental health, fentanyl use people walking around like zombies and it's due to a porous border where the immigration has been demonized and demoralized and they're bumping heads with upper management you got DHS and Mallorcas not doing their job you got Kamala looking for uh root causes all the while my boy Oscar out there getting robbed trying to give y'all the damn info and if we don't set up a give send go so my boy can get his equipment back together
1: for real
3: Shit! No, uh, you know we we uh, we, we, uh for- fortunately we uh we got a lot of of, uh, of support. But thank you so much. We got a lot of support from our audience. Uh, one thing that I want I want to tell you, Chingo, that you just said that is really important. Uh, it is right now the population, and this I heard it from a politician when I was in Tapachula, and, and he was actually correct. I never thought about it this way. The the world right now, your country, the United States, and Mexico. Uh, it is right now supported by the generations of 30 40 50 and almost 60 year olds so they're trying to eliminate that gap that is the gap that they're trying that they're have to, they're having a really hard time to indoctrinate to tell them you know it's okay to have an open border it's okay to uh, to uh, to have this mass migration it's the man's aids, all this kind of stuff they, that is the generation that they're having a really hard time with your generation, Mm -hmm. my generation, that we know what life was before all this nonsense that came in and all these new generations that are coming in, that is the new indoctrination of the generation. That is why I'm thinking... All these 38,000 kids, all these people that they're coming in, it is the new generation of this new indoctrination in the United States of America, that they're going to feel, I'm oppressed, there's, uh, you know, critical race theory, uh, there's, we need these mandates, we need this, la, 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 la. At the meantime, we are heading out, and that is the thing that they're trying to clean up, they're trying to get us out for this new education to come in. So it's really dangerous what is happening to the United States.
0: Yeah, it's like a, a power struggle, in a way, of ideas, you know, culture war. And, you know, the stuff that Trump said at CPAC the other day, it's almost like he's waiting for people to open their eyes. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. like, you know, I spoke to Putin, and we had a very good, positive conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, unfortunately, the media is so powerful. I'll give you the best example right now. Uh, a member of uh, of our family was like, Hey, did y'all see on the news that um, there's a, like a lot of Americans running to sign up to go fight in Ukraine or something like that, volunteering? And, and I and I, I basically said, right now it's the fog of war. Right now, there's a lot of fake pictures and fake stories and narratives and like oh the the ghost of kiev and all right. this uh, snake island they, they told russian submarines go fuck yourself and it's like you know this lady was was blown up it's like no that bitch was from 2018 <laughs> during the gas explosion how many times are they trying to blow this bitch up <laughs> so yeah so i'm trying to tell this person like right now there's a lot of fake stuff just hang on a little bit and yeah, there's a lot of fake news that's what i said she's like no 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 i saw it on the news though yeah i'm like That's what I mean. (laughs) That's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why are they all of a sudden the same entities that were like, wear your mask. It came from bat soup. Uh, 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 The jab is 100% safe and effective. Like the same apparatus, the same good morning America, the same talking heads, the blue check marks on Twitter, the same outlets are the same ones trying to tell you. It's very simple, everybody. Putin bad ukraine good and don't worry about nothing else and we all gotta we gotta send 6.4 billion dollars over there and we gotta send american blood and treasure over there and, and don't worry if nato don't pay their bills and we gotta go protect people and we're gonna do a regime change and it's it's back to the old system of just war 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 meanwhile my boy oscar out there didn't nobody have his back so <laughs> i'm ready to drop in and find those fools, like hey fool, hey, fool, hey homie, hey which way, which way is the volcano, big donk? Which way? Which way to the volcano, big donk? And once they point me over there, shit, I'm a uh, I'm a pretend get robbed, and then I'm a fuck them up because I already know what bushes they're in, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we we flying so in helicopters. Fuck that! It's for my boy Oscar. Brr, 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 brr. Pinche John Wick. Vayan con Dios. See. Si. <laughs> das 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 das. Che Matrix fool, and then the and Matrix. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll we'll have our own distractions
1: and diversions. We'll send a lady out there. There you go. And she'll be like, no. Nah.
0: Help me, por favor. And we'll catch the bad guys,
1: Hey, bro. speaking of, since Shingo did bring up Ukraine and all this stuff going on, I don't know if you have a take on this, Oscar, but do you have any any take on what's going on, but also uh, the memo that was, was I guess, sent out not more than a week ago about uh, the Biden administration asking our Border Patrol and customs agents to volunteer going <laughs> and protecting the Ukrainian border?
3: Uh, that, that is... I... I And I don't I don't know, but I'm just going to say I'm going to be bold. Uh, One of the most incompetent leaders in the world right now is the president of the United States with Mexican president. Also, I'm Lois is one of the most incompetent leaders of of, you know, our of our age. Uh, But I I have a really, you know, transparent opinion of what is going on. The United States has nothing to do with what is happening in Ukraine and Russia. They have a lot of problems on their own. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) You have a lot of problems on your own house. Why are you worried about another problem that has nothing to do with you? Uh, The Clintons have, you know, you got the average Republican saying, oh, it's because the Clintons and now I'm supporting Russia. You have to be kidding me. Before you know that Vladimir Putin has threatened so many times the United States of America. Vladimir Putin is a dictator. He is a communist dictator. He changed the Constitution so he can be in government to 2036. (laughs) He changed the Constitution for every politician when he gets out of government to not be prosecuted for their crimes. Now everybody is licking the boots of Vladimir Putin on the Republican side. No, 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 no. Your country is going through a lot of problems right now. And if Joe Biden is committing a huge mistake of worrying about what is going on in Ukraine because the Clintons have a lot of money laundering over there, it's not only the Clintons that they have a lot. I think, uh,
0: yeah, I think Pelosi and John Kerry. The
3: whole world, it is over there, you know, money laundering. And doing and and now they're talking about oh Ukraine is a really corrupt place has always been corrupt has always had a lot of sex trafficking sex slavery child trafficking drug trafficking has always been like that <laughs> also Russia a lot of gun trafficking so why are the United States trying to get involved with a lot of pro- with another problem when you have a humongous problem at your border you have a, di- a racial division like no other right now the day it was created to divide the country. You have an inflation problem right now in your country, the United States. You have a poverty problem. You have an unemployment problem. And now you're trying to release your troops to go to to another foreign country. And now you're putting a petition for P- CBP, uh, you know, customs border agents to say you want to go and defend another country when you are seeing these customs, these, these border agents, they have seen horrors at the border. Do you think they're, they're not traumatized and they're going to say, oh, you know what, yeah, I'm going to go to Ukraine and see more of this stuff over there? Border agents have seen women being raped, women being killed, kids being drowned and uh, drowning at the river. Do you think that they want to go and sign up and say, I want to go to Europe? It is so really, it's it's the mentality of, of the politicians right now of the United States. It's, 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 it's never seen before. I've never seen the United States have this much problems with with politicians right now, infiltrated in their own political parties. It's not only, and excuse me, for Republicans, do you have a lot of people that they are supporting this, that they are Republicans. And mm-hmm. there's just a few that I can count with my hand that they're against all this madness that is going on in your country. And there's a few, and you have a lot of leftists that they're pushing for United States to be involved. But Uh, You got, uh, we're going to go into details that NATO is this, NATO is that, you know, but the number one thing right here is this is not a problem of the United States of America. And clearly Vladimir Putin said it the other day. He said, if you get involved with me, you're going to suffer and you're going to have consequences for the rest, historically, for the rest of your life. So this is a guy that you don't want to mess with. Really, you don't want to mess with this. Why do you want to mess with the problem? If you already have all these problems in your backpack, just leave it alone and let them, you know, handle their own situation.
0: Make son, it make sense. Son mamadas, pinche desmadre. The fact the fact that how disrespectful is it that they literally say, Yo, our customs and border patrol agents are so good at receiving and processing people. They're the best at receiving and processing refugees and migrants and asylum seekers and what have you, right? They're so good at it. They have so much experience that we need to send them to Poland to to help ease and mitigate that bottleneck situation. It's like, hmm, who is really good, has a lot of practice at processing and receiving people? They're like, call the American media.
1: Well, and we're going to talk about this here in a little bit after we wrap up with Oscar, but I mean, Pelosi is pushing for this uh, Senate bill that was put on the floor. Uh, It's called the uh, Southern Border for Ukraine, according to... Hold on. It's called the Defending Ukraine Sovereignty Act of 2022. (laughs) Defending Ukraine's Border. (laughs) Defending Ah. the Ukraine Sovereignty Act of 2022.
0: Uh, 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 Wow. These little Uh, purple-haired woke kids have no idea. They, they all changed their avatar. They went from the Black Fist to the jab and the mask to, to the, the Ukraine, Ukraine flag.
1: flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, the PSYOP is real.
0: The pe- this, is, this is what I'm trying to explain to my family when like people ask me, like, hey, so what's going on? Like, w- Make sense of it. And I, I kind of echo what Oscar said, which is like, we don't really have a dog in the fight. We ain't got no business over there. But whatever does happen, we'll have a domino effect because it's like the central banks trying to punk Russia and their their currency the ruble they want to crush the ruble and then a ruble whatever it is and then us like we you know their gas pipelines Jen Psaki goes on TV and she's like well we're trying to be energy independent but we're gonna go green and it's like bitch who, who makes the batteries who makes the solar panels like are any of those jobs in manufacturing gonna be for us
1: you know what I mean? They never talk about how when we cut emissions by any percentage, how much the other countries raise their emissions percentage. Yeah, China. Tenfold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, the, Russia has been having problems a lot with the OPEC. And that was one of the things that, you know, the the OPEC trying to uh, kneel make Russia kneel down into the gas prices of, you know, of, of the world. So Russia said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm staying out of it. The, the, the situation right here that, that that is going back to the statement that Joe Biden said, this is why uh, it is it's, it's important. It, and Joe Biden said we're going to try to not make Russia be part of the new global economy. So if you're Joe Biden said that, actually, So if you're looking at that global economy, you're, you're probably, you know, thinking that this is the new global, you know, the new economic forum that in every single global agreement, the United States is in it now. And the only the countries that they don't want to be part of it, mm. you know, China, China uh, Iran, all these leftist radical, you know, countries, they don't want to be part of it because they just don't want to be part of it. But they're trying to bend the knee of these countries and they're going to try to you know, uh, put sanctions, uh, you know, make them, you know, uh, suffer Where the with ex- importing and exporting to all these countries on their products, uh, lift the tariffs, you know, and all the, you know, put tariffs up, uh, you know, prices of tariffs up. So it, this is actually going to be a, a domino effect, like you say.
0: Yeah, like what you said about um, trying to hurt their pockets and saying um, things like, Oh, s- uh, dump out your vodka, all liquor stores, all restaurants, stop serving vodka so we can hurt Russia. And it's like all of Europe, especially Germany, depends, is super dependent on Russia's gas. So they have the pipelines, the Nord Stream 2, which Biden was like, yeah, that's cool. You can have that. Keystone Pipeline, shut that down. So we're like, <laughs> we're going to sanction you. And it's like, okay, you buy 600, uh, I forget how many. 600,000.
1: Uh, 600,000 600, barrels a day. So let's us. pour out the vodka, but let's buy all the oil.
0: it's like we're only drinking Tito's from now on it's like, bitch, gas your car with this fucking Rushki well hey Oscar,
1: I know you had an appointment this morning that you rescheduled for us and we're 45 minutes in, so what do you want to leave the listeners with, where can they follow you, support you and keep up with what you got going on next
3: thank you so much for the invitation uh, Rob and Chingo thank you so much, Uh, you guys are doing uh, you know, a great, great job of everything in Chingo, you know it's, it's Uh, He's a superstar, man. He can do everything, man. So congratulations, Chingo, to all your audience. uh, And thank you all for your support. Uh, You know, God bless you. And behind the cameras, Rob, you're doing a phenomenal.
1: Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being
3: on. But the people behind the cameras are the ones that they (laughs) they handle us, man. So thank you so Mm -hmm. much, man. Thank you. So God bless you. God bless you guys for this invitation.
0: Thank you, man. You have our 100 percent support and everybody follow Oscar at Blue. Tell them all the links and, and where they can follow you.
3: Uh, you can follow me at uh, YouTube getter Twitter uh telegram and Facebook as Oscar l blue and uh Instagram uh, I don't use it that much but it's Oscar L. blue media and Oscar L. blue team also border network news and uh you know my partner or so Anthony Aguero, so you can follow him on all platforms real America's voice news also follow real America's voice news our network
0: oh yeah awesome man we have to see if we can meet up in person um I don't want to. I'll ask you off air, kind of the area of where you're at, but um, uh, but we're touring, we're touring a lot. Maybe we'll be near you. I know you're always reporting on the ground, uh, boots on the ground. So it'd be awesome to meet you. And and if you're ever in Texas, uh, <laughs> reporting on the border, I mean, hey man, we'd love to have you and you know show you around, pick your brain.
3: All right, thank you so much. Hey t- hey, don't let them take your guns, Jingle. Oh hell <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hey, this
0: is Texas, brother. I, This country?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This country.
0: (laughs) Thanks, brother. You have a great day. Godspeed, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: God bless you guys.